Warning, this podcast contains bad words and stories about drugs and sex and overthrowing the government. Proceed with caution. Thank you. And now on to our show. Wake up, brother, we got nothing to do. Let's go outside, just me and you, and build a fort. We'll pack a lunch, won't be home till after dark. Then after dinner, we can sneak back out. You know that high school girl I've been telling you about? Well, she gets undressed about a quarter to nine, and we can watch her do it from the big old pie next door. She got a room on the second floor. Well, looks like another fucked up day in paradise. Look at me using an outline today. Daughter of God cast season four, choice, episode 146, Caravan. I'm Dan Kelly, etc. Apparently, episode 145 was lean on breaking news and rich on improvisation. Just a lark, a bit of friviality, frivolity, a sunny, springy, springy digression. But did anyone guess? What I was flying, floating, and gloating on last week? Last week's episode, is it a bit of foreshadowing? Whatever that was, could it be in the movie? Um, well, everything, everything is about the movie. Everything is. Um, still, uh, even last week, even last week was about the movie. And I only realized this, this morning, myself. Um, it's raining today, so I'm going to be inside practicing rain plus podcast plus land surfing is a few too many variables, even for me. Uh, so after episode, um, after I recorded episode 145, not 154, the little, uh, whatever that's called. There we read things backwards. 145. <laughs> So after 145, I had a terrible accident. Um, I was land surfing some more, and um, not to go into too much detail because it's just, yeah, it's not worth it. But I had a terrible accident. I crashed onto the pavement and um, gave myself a what I think I gave myself a mild concussion and a bursa injury. Um, fortunately, I was wearing a helmet, or I I might not have been here to tell you this tale today. Uh, and I also know about DMSO, so my bursa injury is uh, recovering. It's healing up very quickly. I've had a I had a bursa injury in the past, and it was terrible, awfully painful. My God, debilitating. I even lost my girlfriend over it. Um, and so uh, then eventually I I discovered DMSO, and um, and it took care of it right away. So I'm jumped on the DMSO this time, and what a difference it made. If you don't know about DMSO, I highly recommend that you look into it if you have any joint things going on. <laughs> okay, so, um, um, 
And I will, I'd also like to say that I've ordered a little bit more protective gear. Uh, so while I'm learning, I'm not likely to fuck myself up again. That's good. Uh, so um, let's do the next thing. Yep. Or nope. Yep and nope. So financials. Uh, does that have to do with the, the financial, this financial task that I was working on last week and have been working on for weeks and weeks? Does that have, uh, is that about the movie too? Yep. Nope. Um, so it feels dang close. So the financials, there made this big financial thing I was working on last week. I thought it'd be done this week. I've been working on it for weeks and weeks and weeks. Um, and, uh, uh, does that have to do with the movie too? Yep. And are they done? Nope. <laughs> but it feels dang close. Um, and it's possibly just days away uh, as opposed to weeks away. Um, so this top secret financial project, you know, just tell us what it is. What is it exactly? Okay, well, let me tell you this. This is pretty much um, uh, one, of the one of the major outcomes among others. But here's, here's the one that's, that's worth talking about right now. I am going to, and I've said this before, if you, haven't, if you haven't heard me say it, I'll say it now in plain English. Here we go. Je suis au régime. No, English. Uh, I, this financial project is intended to reveal the total budget of the movie Daughter of God within, give or take, a few thousand dollars. And, um, you know, that's, that's, that's a really key thing to know how much money has been spent on the making of this film over the past 12, 13, 14 years, whatever it has been. Uh, yeah, so um, why now? Why, why now? Why did I make this decision to get this sorted out? Um, it, it's, this decision has made me, has, has meant that I was not able to send a screener to Lorcano and we're missing the Venice Biennale, which is going to be a deadline for that. As far as I know, that's uh, tomorrow. So um, why now did I decide to switch gears and do this? It was an intuitive choice. I, I, it came from a place of trust. And the beauty is that I'm feeling an ecstatic completion like never before because I am choosing to trust. I'm cultivating and celebrating intuition. And I'm super open to fun all the time. And that's why I'm feeling this ecstatic completion. And I'm able to trust my, uh, trust the, the, the impulses that I get, the impulses. And, and voila, voila, an epiphany an unexpected opening of the energetic flow. So before I talk about this, this um, next thing, which is really the previous thing, financial task, uh, why now, an intuitive decision, and wow, it, it resulted in this incredible unexpected flow of energy. I wanna have a disclaimer, here it is. You know, I used to think of myself as a teacher I am discovering so many new cool perspectives and tapping into superpowers like never before. But I kept wondering to myself as these things were happening, all these cool things were happening, gee, how would I teach this? 
or that? How, how am I going to impart this knowledge to other people? And teaching suddenly felt like a limitation, a patronizing pomposity. Who am I to teach you anything? So I had in, in my youth, my youthurians, youthurians, in my youther, youther, let's just say a word for youth, youth that wasn't, um, oh, whatever. In my youth, I had aspired to be a bodhisattva and bring the world with me into enlightenment. But, you know, trying to build the big car is keeping me from taking the journey. My goodness. I have clarity now. I'm open sourcing myself. That's it. I'm leaving behind a few breadcrumbs in the form of this podcast because, just because, sharing is fun and I am a guru for myself and uh, for the rest of y'all, you know, just there's the breadcrumbs. If you're hungry, you can, you can follow them. Yes, you can. Oh, you don't need me to shove anything down your throat or to stand up on a soapbox, blah, blah, blah. There they are, breadcrumbs available to anyone who wants to follow them, nibble on them. So uh, here it is. Um, this is the revelation. I, I have a revelation of my own energetic terrain, okay? I wanted to do this in, in, in actual, like, clay um, on a big on a big board, make some, do this with clay, illustrate this with clay. But here goes anyway, plus clay in any way rhymes. So here we go. Imagine a landscape. I want you to imagine a landscape of hills and valleys, crevasses and cliffs. Um, this is the energetic terrain that we surround ourselves with. It's, it's basically, when I say energetic terrain, I mean our persistent beliefs. The really craggy stuff is like formed by our fears, our insecurities, etc. The beliefs that aren't necessarily serving us create this really craggy terrain. Um, and so now, a caravan of desire. Now imagine that it's nighttime, okay? And an inevitable caravan of excellent treasure is making its way to you, to me, to you, starting from the distant horizon. And the caravan is going to follow the easiest route, the path of least resistance, winding along the cliffs and crevasses of our, your, my emotional terrain. The path of least resistance is probably not going to be a straight line from where the caravan is to us. Because it's got to wind and go up and down and all over the place as it gets to us. They're the least path of least resistance. Okay. So... Here I am, here's the caravan, wait, no, here. I'm here, the caravan's out here, okay? And, and you are peering, you're peering out into the night. And you might see a flickering light of the caravan's torches drifting to the left. And then to the right, that might be your left and my right. Yeah, whatever. Perhaps they even get smaller as they backtrack along the rim of a steep canyon. The lights might even disappear as they dip down into a valley. If you forget that the caravan is inevitable and that they are traversing and they are traversing an invisible landscape, then and and <laughs> and the lights of the torches don't constantly get bigger and brighter, then you might feel disillusioned. Horror, 
disappointment when we really open up to our desires. Circumstances might get worse before they get better. Or at the very least, events might take an unexpected turn. And that's what's been happening for me. The caravan is giving me updates via walkie-talkie. So I know they are coming. Even though their torches drift about and occasionally disappear, circumstances reveal my own emotional terrain. I am the reason progress seems to slow or even reverse. But the caravan is always heading my way. That's what this financial undertaking has revealed to me. What seemed like a problem, a hitch in the process, was actually progress towards the destination. Everything that's showing up now is an indication of progress. Whoa! Okay, for instance, my house is a disaster right now. I like having a clean and uplifting environment. And yet, and yet, there's dishes in the sink, compost buckets to empty, a broken jar on the floor of the pantry, underwear in the corner of the bathroom. If I were not hearing from my convoy of delight via the CB radio, 10-4, good buddy, I might feel discouraged. This mess is just a wide sweep of the highway around some big old mountain I left out there. The headlights of those 18-wheelers might be swinging away, winking out, but I know they are getting ever closer. This has been episode 146, Caravan, Daughter of God cast, season four, choice. These are my breadcrumbs, the letters A-S chiseled into the living rock. Arnie Sacknewsome, journey to the center of the earth. How apropos, going deeper into our own internal geology, our emotional terrain which we create and then forget, even deny. Blame it on the bankers, on our fathers, on that big boob trump when all along the landscape over which our desires must trundle is our own responsibility. That's a feature, folks, not a bug. The more shitty you think your life is, the more of a cosmic badass you actually are. You are your own Arnie Sacknewsome. Your initials are chiseled into the living rock of your own life experience.